Thank you, Joe. Thank you very much. Uh, welcome, everyone, this afternoon to WSIC. We're here. Uh, is this still the good, the bad, and the guilty, Joe? Okay, outstanding. Uh, I've not been here in a, in a few days, it seems like, uh, a few weeks, months. It's been a while. Uh, but uh, nice equipment here. Uh, nice, nice, friendly fellowship. Thank you guys for welcoming us in. In studio with us today, we have a couple of gems. Oh, I'm Captain Matt, by the way, Captain Matt Burleson. Um, and uh, do, do the community stuff, and uh, if, if the sheriff needs it done, we make sure it happens here. So uh, he is busy with some, some uh, I'm not sure how serious it was. He did leave out of the building. Uh, he had to, uh, to handle some business. Um, I don't know if it's related to uh, uh, his, we were talking before the break about um, he's now the president of the North Carolina Sheriff's Association. Uh, he takes a few phone calls and stuff for that. But, uh, but again, he, uh, he asked us to handle this today, and there's been quite a few things in the news. And uh, we brought some experts with us today, Joe. We've got uh, Lieutenant Daniel Eichert with us. Uh, he is the supervisor of the Special Victims Unit. I'll let him talk in a few minutes about what that unit is and just what they uh, what they do over there. And one of his other detectives, uh, Justin Parks, is with us as well. So welcome, gentlemen. Thank you so much. Thank you, sir. Yeah, absolutely. And, Joe, I believe we said at the top of the show we were going to take um, phone calls as well. Is that still 873-1400? Uh, and I will get my Facebook up here as well. And uh, uh, we are on WSIC News Live on Facebook if you guys want to send a question or anything in there. I always got to make sure I do this and don't uh, don't make the noise. It's always embarrassing when you do that. So, but uh, again, so Detective Lieutenant Detective Lieutenant Eichert is a Lieutenant Detective. Yes, Lieutenant Detective Eichert. Tell us about that Special Victims Unit. I know the sheriff has expanded it quite a bit in the last uh, few years, uh, but it's uh, it's been something that does a lot of a lot of more specialized, more detailed information, right? Yeah, it does. Uh, so basically, within our unit, there's four. Uh, constituent parts, four different disciplines. Uh, we have the fraud unit, which uh, Justin's with, or the economic crime unit. Mm -hmm. uh, we have the sex crimes unit, um, deals with anything, um, any sort of assault such as that. We're missing persons also. They right. also cross over into that. We have a DV unit that handles all things domestic violence related. And we also have uh, a couple of uniformed guys um, that deal with sex offender registry, but they also are kind of a, a versatile do-it-all that helps other other mm -hmm. parts of our unit. Uh, yes, and, and you mentioned that. I, uh, just ideas are popping in my head. I'll try to keep the ADD down. Uh, try to write it down. But missing persons. Now we've uh, we've had several situations, not several, but a few in the past where we've had wonders, mm -hmm. uh, Alzheimer's patients. Uh, uh, maybe special needs children, and, and I know that Detective Cody James uh, has been, uh, the sheriff was able to reappropriate some money and get that Project Lifesaver mm -hmm. reinstated. Yep. Uh, so any questions about that can come to your unit, can come to Cody James, uh, Detective James, or myself even. Absolutely. Yep. Uh, if so. anybody has any need for something like that, okay. we're available. Uh, glad to provide the service. Yeah, so what that does uh, essentially is a uh, radio, uh, uh, radio frequency identifier that is on a bracelet. Uh, and, and that battery is, is kept up by us, checked by the families or caregivers, uh, make sure that, uh, that it's working properly. Uh, 30, 60 days, we go back out and change that battery. If they were to wander or leave, we'd be able to utilize um, tracking devices to find where that is. Um, you know, not quite as sophisticated, I guess, as your tile or your, your Apple um, uh, devices, but, uh, but it's good for, for folks like that or older folks that get out there. So, uh, yes, and... Uh, I think last week on the show, uh, one of your 
your deputies was here with the uniform deputies, the sex offender registry. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. Yeah. Now it's Bradley Stroud. So yeah, yeah. He talked a lot about that. All right. What do you do there, Detep detectives Justin? Uh, I am assigned to the Special Victims Unit. Specifically, I'm in the Fraud Unit. Mm -hmm. um, so we handle anything from folks getting scammed. Um, we handle people who have their bank accounts uh, hacked into, so to speak. Um, we have we handle uh, elder exploitation cases where older folks are being taken advantage of financially, um, and uh, <clears throat> just anything of the financial crime or fraud nature is what we cover. Yeah, and and you use that uh, those words of white collar crime. I know the sheriff uh, alludes yes, to that quite a few times, uh, and it's an economic crime unit. How many is in that unit that just specifically does what does what you guys do? We have four in our okay. unit. Okay, all right. Yeah. Uh, and I know we've got a case, and we'll talk about that uh, uh, probably here in, in a in a few minutes. So we'll get into the case, but uh, uh, some of the things that you guys have to do and go into detail, uh, forensic speaking. Uh, you there there's some some I guess deep dives you'd say into banking accounts financial information I know there's a lot of search warrants involved that you just you're sending to banks and institutions yes, talk sir. a little bit about that specialty um, so a, a lot of the stuff that we deal with particularly I think kind of stuff the stuff you're talking about um, and embezzling type cases mm -hmm. um, we send the search warrants off to the bank to go back through certain timelines and get bank records uh, and depending on the the case kind of depends on the depth of how far back you have to go into the bank records but mm -hmm. just being able to go through and search through the records and know what you're looking for to establish um, either a history or establish a pattern um, showing that you know someone's either embezzling money or um, you know taking money that doesn't belong to them so now you and we'll talk a little bit more detail of course about that embezzlement and i know there was another uh, charge that came out of this uh, most recent case uh, obtaining, obtaining property by false pretense as well um, but the you mentioned elder did you say elder abuse or exploitation elder yes, exploitation sir. so in a case such as a financial case you could have uh, a a uh, an elder adult uh, have a caregiver or even a family member correct uh, could uh, could take their funds so how would right. you find out about that Unfortunately, a lot of the cases we do see, it is a family member, mm -hmm. um, whether it's a, a grandchild, a, a child, uh, some other family member mm -hmm. uh, who gets access to someone's bank account, um, whether they're you know, made power of attorney over that person or mm -hmm. whatever. In some cases, they just get a hold of grandma's bank card. Right. They're not supposed to have it. But um, if we can establish a pattern that um, this person either was not aware of what was happening with their finances or we were being taken advantage of mm -hmm. um, by um, the suspect, then we can go, not only charge them with whatever financial crime, mm -hmm. but if we can establish that they're elderly and they've been taken advantage of, okay. that's when we look into the elder exploitation. And one of the things I was going to say about that is um, um, Sheriff Campbell, if he was here, he would say, check on your, your older folks. Absolutely. Uh, not only just when it's weather related, whether it's hot outside or cold outside, uh, but check on them, see how they're doing. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, if, if it's a neighbor, uh, a family member, you know, d d twice cousin removed, a friend from church. Oh, you yeah. know, check on them and see how that stuff's going. And then um, uh, the app is, is, is an easy way to be able to send information. Uh, we, we've got that app, and I know it talks about sex offenders on there. Uh, we put out some... Uh, uh, different fraud scams and think crime trends that we're seeing on the app as well yes uh, but on that app you can actually report a crime and and it could be anonymous you could say you know a, a person you're thinking about or worried about that may be happening to so mm -hmm. now go ahead sir to keep in mind too with talking about the elderly population and keeping a check on those folks um, it tends to be they are more susceptible than other demographics mm -hmm. um, 
we spoke about you know, somebody close to them. With fraud, it's generally somebody that's very close to you or very far removed from you. Right. So by virtue of the fact of being close to someone, that puts me in the position to be able to exploit or cheat or steal or whatever it may right. be. Someone to trust. Right. Yep. Position mm-hmm. of trust. Um, <laughs> better hope you can trust them. Right, right. Right. And unfortunately, uh, some of the other crimes that you deal with as well in the, in the, the sex assault, sexual abuse cases, uh, there's that element of trust or broken trust with situations there as well. Yeah, very so, much so. Yep. And I think we have two of those cases discussed. So um, I know we've got just a minute left before, uh, before we go, so I won't get into the case just yet. We'll come back from break and do that case. Uh, but I wanted to say uh, I, I sprung on you guys right before we started that the uh, Citizens Academy – will be coming up and we'll talk about that more later but you guys are going to do a special presentation during the citizens academy that's correct on uh, fraud scams some of those things so be thinking during the break if there's anything we need to know about beforehand a little preview of what's going to go on the citizens academy we can tell the citizens about so uh that would be awesome sounds good all right uh guys just come back here in a few minutes we uh will be right here at wsic facebook or 873-1400 All right, outstanding. Welcome back. Uh, that was a nice break. Uh, good, good intro there with the music. Thank you, Joe. Uh, yes, we are back in studio. WSIC News, WSIC uh, Facebook online, and uh, we have gentlemen with us. Uh, we have Detective Justin Parks as well as Detective Lieutenant Daniel Eichard with us uh, in in studio today. I'm Captain Matt. We were talking before about the Special Victims Unit, about the uh, the, the cases that involved. The victims of fraud and and uh, you know whether it be money or, or some type of property so in this particular case that we just released just on Facebook uh, there was five obtaining property by false pretenses um, they were upgraded to a class C felony due to the amounts being greater than 100,000 as well as five counts of felony embezzlement uh, three of which were upgraded to a class C felony because of amounts greater than 100,000 incident happened here in Statesville uh, the suspect is Joseph Gilbert Gallitz. I say that right, Detective? I believe Gallitz. so. Okay, Gallitz, yep. Uh, 38 years old of 147 Ashmore Circle in Troutman. And uh, this is, looks like his case was, was assigned to you, or this is your case. You had uh, gotten it in early 2003, but it dated back, uh, large-scale embezzlement had dated back to 2018, over five years. Yeah, I got period. it in 2023, not 2003. 2003. Oh, 2023. Yes, you are correct. <laughs> Thank you for that. So go ahead, uh, Daniel. Tell us about uh, just just how this how far reaching this is. Uh, or what you can talk about. I'm sure there's going to be some some extra charges or other stuff that's coming out. Right. So uh, this case originated with a local business. Um, they had happened upon some data in their records that was concerning. Um, after that, uh, they called us. I was asked to go over there and discuss it with them got the the basics of it all was provided some data um, really really thankful uh, for the help the uh, state bureau of investigation offered okay. in this matter um, one of their investigators uh, pulled together a a ton of data mm-hmm. and was able to provide all sorts of spreadsheets making it very easy to show exactly what had happened mm-hmm. um if it hadn't been for her, I would still be <laughs> building spreadsheets today. Combing through the data, yeah, right? Yeah, it, it, it was a lot of information. Um, at any rate, this gentleman was uh, manipulating numbers. Uh, 
to keep it short. Um, this then affected um, his income, mm-hmm. and uh, over time there was a, a bunch of money that was was obtained unlawfully. So we've got a bad guy getting rich off of a local business. Yes. Because you said he was it's, it's affecting his income. I'm thinking maybe if he's uh, taken from the, his employer uh, that that's – and that's embezzlement, right? So explain to me uh, or to the viewers um, embezzlement versus the obtaining property of false pretense. All right. So obtaining property of false pretense is a rather broad charge. There's a, a ton of instances where that applies, where something else may not. Um, essentially – um, the easy version of saying what it is is you have presented some sort of falsehood, you have presented some sort of false fact, uh, whether current or that is to occur, mm-hmm. uh, and based upon that information, you obtained something when, in fact, you knew that this falsehood, you know, was a falsehood. Okay. Um, so in that, you're reporting funds mm-hmm. uh, that adjusted uh, after... Um, it came out in the wash, affected the money mm-hmm. earned right. by this subject. Right. Uh, the embezzlement is uh, tied directly to the relationship of the person in question back to the victim. Um, these cases actually go back to common law, back like King George. You're right, right, right. Uh, if, you, if you follow the citations of the crimes. Uh, of course, um, you mentioned the $100,000 limit and how that modifies things. Right. This goes from a class, uh, I believe it's an H felony. Okay. Uh, if you just had normal obtaining property uh, or uh, the embezzlement, they become class C felonies. Mm-hmm. Uh, much more substantial of a charge. Right. Uh, of course, because you're dealing with a whole lot more of a, a dollar value of loss right there. And, and just a, 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 in layman's terms, I guess, for the viewers out there, listeners, uh, we go to a class I felony. That's our, our, our lowest felony. Mm-hmm. Class A is going to be like your murder. This yep. is life in prison versus one year in prison. Mm-hmm. So to go from an H, you said, up to a C, that's 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 a big leap. That's a big leap. That for is. sure. Yep. So it's pretty serious. Um, and and. I guess just thinking in, in, again, in layman's terms, when you talk about that, you know, you think uh, of an employee at a store uh, that, um, uh, or, or, or a shoplifter, or whatever you say, someone who takes something to the, the store with, uh, with the receipt that they didn't buy. It. That's that they get money back from a receipt that's mm-hmm. an item that wasn't theirs, uh, and they'll get that. But now, if they're an employee there, they have a, they're trusted with the funds, however it may be, cashier or something, taking that. Uh, then that's an embezzlement. Well, it, again, depends on relationship. Okay, all right. You may have a larceny by employee. Uh, you may have embezzlement. A lot of that hinges upon the fact of whether or not the person was actually entrusted with what ah, they took. Okay. Uh, I remember a fraud case uh, we talked about. You guys worked with um, uh, with a sick child maybe or something in the mm-hmm. past, and that, that was a person that had taken money that way. So, And that was a prop, obtaining property by false pretense because – she says she was collecting money for a sick child. Mm-hmm. and uh, The know, falsehood. Right, the falsehood, exactly. Joey, I believe you soon. we got a phone call over there. Go ahead, listener. You're on with uh, Captain Matt and detectives from the SVU. Hey, yes, I have a question. My, my mother has been on Facebook Marketplace, mm-hmm. and she's been, I guess, looking to purchase some chow-chow puppies. And it's just she's just been back and forth with this guy. She sent him money. And I'm not overly convinced that this is even real. Is this something that you guys are seeing a lot of, or 
I, I just need some ammo to go back to my mom and tell her that this ain't legit stuff. <laughs> yes, sir. Uh, so you have to take it on a case-by-case basis, but we have had um, several cases that originated on Facebook Marketplace right. with the dog scams. You see people on there put up a dog for sale. They ask for money up front most of the time, and someone starts sending money. Um, a lot of times they'll say, well, it's for the, the dog shots or for you know any type of paperwork that needs to be done. They send yeah, the money yeah, up front. Yeah, that's the next right. thing they're saying is about the shots. They need more money. Correct. I, I but need peop- some ammo to get back to. Yes, sir. So, yeah, essentially, uh, you know, if they're giving money up front for a dog they've never even laid eyes on, there's a pretty good chance that it is a fraud. But, you know, it all just depends on whether or not they actually have a fraud, uh, if they actually have a dog to give or if they're just trying to take the money. So um, when we get those cases, we really have to look Very into good. it and um, see if there's other ads on Facebook from that person, see if it's happened to other people. Um, and just kind of go from there. So yeah, and and I've bought and sold personally on Facebook myself. Yes, uh, I that's mean true. you know, and, and everybody's got a couple extra fishing rods or a kayak that they don't use. And but yes, you're right, sir. No, never. And I think one of the programs you've done a while back, if it's too good to be true, right? Or if it's dealing with you know, cash is king. You can trust that. And mm-hmm. when somebody is taking something from you, and they're not giving you anything back for it, uh, that becomes the fraud. So them asking you for something. Uh, not a legitimate business, a person on Facebook Marketplace, that's a, that's a red flag, wouldn't you say, Lieutenant? Oh, 100%. What I've always gone back to is it's best to deal with somebody you know. Yeah. Um, if not that, somebody that you can meet face-to-face. Right. Uh, it's, it becomes more problematic when you start sending funds electronically you know, through whatever medium that you mm-hmm. go through. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, for the caller here, I would say the very best thing um, – Give us a call. Yeah. We're a resource. The sheriff wants us to be a resource for the community. Uh, we'll be glad to, you know, go through some things. If we need to uh, speak with Mama, she'd like that. <laughs> we can do that, too. It's not a big deal. Most fraud. Yeah, y'all might have to do that. Well, I, That's I, fine. I thought, yeah, I thought he was going to go there, caller, with uh, with that. I'm going to talk to your Mama. I, th- <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can't you. talk well, to her. I, you I, too. Yep. I, I, yeah, I appreciate the service yep. y'all provide. Y'all keep up the good work and Godspeed, okay? Thank you. All right. Thank, thank you very much, you, caller. Yep. Well, that's good. Yep, 873-1400. Anybody else got any questions? That's We can all learn from those things. So we were talking about the difference between the false pretenses and embezzlement. Uh, how many how many cases, these counts that you talked about with this guy? We got 10, 10 total, five on each uh, 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 the different charges. So uh, talk a little bit more in detail about that, if you can, what you can say. Uh, basically, this was broken down because it's such a uh, broad swath of time. Mm-hmm in which this all occurred uh this was broken down by year mm-hmm. um so and there I, would be I, a billion charges if you just broke everything by yeah, individual each, instance yeah and and i and again I, going back to what you were saying i know the sheriff had said this as well that the uh the the sbi the state Bureau of investigations had some specialty uh whether it be equipment or data you know mining equipment you talked about there's a lot of data involved just like we uh use the the things for the cell phones and the other information we're able to get computers but dealing with uh forensics i guess financial forensics uh that's a lot more it's a lot of numbers there it was well dealing with the volume right it would have been a really really daunting task Mm -hmm. thankfully uh, this particular investigator was an accountant in a past life Mm -hmm. uh, before going working for the bureau 
Um, so she had a really good grasp and was, you know, something that's right in her wheelhouse and right. was able to, to right. help out with. Whereas, again, I'd still be counting, you know. <laughs> so I, I was really, really happy that she's able to help us in yeah. that capacity. Yeah, we appreciate the uh, the SBI. They're, they're, you know, any officer involved shootings. You know, we had that situation that uh, was a week or two ago. And uh, anything like that, they're a great resource. Uh, and, and they're here for, you know, for us whenever we need them it's a call whatever time so and some of the local ones are, are really good right uh, they're they're looked on very favorably or favorably around here right and that's uh that's that relationship you're able to call your 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 sbi agent and uh ask those questions or be able to help out with that stuff so uh that's important to have those have those people that have resources available now uh so we've got a bond here two hundred seventy five thousand dollars secure bond obviously the numbers don't match up there. We're looking at a, over a million dollars over here. It seems like worth of stuff and a two seventy five bond. Five hundred ninety five thousand dollars. Oh right, five hundred ninety five thousand dollars is how mm-hmm. much our, our local business is out. So are, how how are they going to get this back? <laughs> to the courts, hopefully. <laughs> um, <clears throat> all right. Well, you have uh, uh, a couple different mechanisms. Right. I imagine there's probably. Uh, some sort of third party that will be involved in right, this, right. and there will be some sort of uh, attempt we, to collect. The we receiver. have another civil unit that does collections and yep. those type things. Exactly. So, yes. so uh, guys, we, we appreciate so much your information so far. Uh, thank you, caller, as well, 873-1400. We will be back in just a few minutes with your questions and more All right. Well, that's definitely a different comeback music. So I was waiting for that to fade out there. Uh, <laughs> little head bobbing going on. Uh, so during the break, I realized that uh, we did stay live in studio so you could see us. And I took a phone call from uh, my, my lieutenant out there uh, just letting us know that another good day of school. You know, school's back in Iredell County. Uh, sheriff's got school resource officers in all of the county schools. Uh, we've got four canines out there in the school. So uh, every elementary school, uh, 14 of those, seven middle schools and three high schools are all being covered by uh, deputy sheriffs this year. So, uh, well, you know, this is something he's had in place now for a couple of years. But uh, that's that's an awesome thing for the parents out there in Iredell County. So we appreciate your support and getting that done. And I appreciate the support from the folks back at the office. Dare, Dare St. John sent me a text. You okay? You need anything? Because I look like I was really stressed out on the phone. Uh, but, no, it's all good. Uh, welcome back in studio. We are here with uh, Detective Parks and Detective Lieutenant Eichard. And we were talking about the special victim stuff. One of the uh, one of the other cases that I uh, mentioned early on that Detective Parks had worked in uh, was one that we saw on our Facebook, on the Sheriff's Facebook earlier uh, a few weeks ago and has just popped back up again. And uh, that is the case of Mr. Brady Wayne Gaither, 59 years old, of Tabor Road in Olin, North Carolina. Uh, these charges are felony first-degree kidnapping, felony statutory sex offense with a child, four counts of felony second-degree statutory sexual offense, 17 counts of felony indecent liberties with the child. Uh, these, uh, these dated back to... 2015 and uh, uh, this gentleman is under a one million dollar bond so um, uh, detective parks tell us uh, about that case you got word of it on July 28th 2023 yes sir that's correct Uh, yes so this came out on July 28th just after midnight Um, deputies responded to the address in Olin 
initially it was a call about a physical assault. Mm -hmm. um, the victim was a juvenile. Um, the injuries were um, felonious, basically meaning that um, the injuries were serious. Um, whenever we deal with anything like broken bones or any kind of reconstructive surgery or anything that's going to alter somebody um, for a long period of time, you're talking about felony uh, injury. So that was the case um, when deputies went out there. So they uh, contacted us, um, myself and a couple of other detectives responded to the scene. And I then went to um, the hospital, spoke with the victim. Um, as a, the result of our investigation, we uh, determined that the suspect was Brady Wayne Gaither. Um, we spoke with uh, some other folks involved in the case, actually got information that led to us going back and finding the weapon that was used against this juvenile victim. Um, and he was charged initially with uh, the felonious assault. So he already had a $450,000 bond in that case um, alone. And then uh, as a result of that investigation, we also began to get further information uh, from the victim involving Mr. Gaither. Uh, so the victim did have a forensic interview last week. Um, and as a result of that forensic interview, there was, let's just say, a long history of sex assault uh, that was disclosed. Um, from uh, Brady Wayne Gaither. And um, so that then kind of sparked a second investigation. Mm -hmm. And I've been working on that throughout the, the last week or so with several other um, great detectives who've put in a lot of work with it as well. Um, and that has resulted in the additional charges that you spoke of, mm -hmm. uh, the first degree kidnapping, statutory sex offense with a child 13 and 14 or 15, mm -hmm. second degree statutory sex offense, uh, four counts of that, and then the 17 indecent liberties charges. Um, so he got an additional uh, million dollar bond on those charges. So right now he's just under 1.5 million on his bond. So mm, All right. Well, I was going to say something wrong there, I shouldn't say. But, uh, yes, uh, thank you for your work in that. I, I, going back to the forensics, I'll, uh, I'll say again, forensics is uh, uh, criminal investigation of evidence. So you had a forensic uh, financial interview, I guess you'd say, uh, but, uh, but this case used a, like a specialist, uh, someone that could speak to children uh, and, and those who've been victims of sex crimes or, or other abuse type situations. That's correct. Yeah. Generally in these cases, we, we utilize the Dove House um, right. who have trained forensic, uh, forensic interviewers. Right. Forensic really in this case just means a, a more of a deep dive interview. They're trained to interview juveniles and victims of assault in a way that they don't ask leading questions. Right. They don't plant, uh, you know, any ideas in the victim's mind. It's not right. like I would go to Lieutenant Eichert and say, oh, this person did this to you, didn't they? I mean, that's right. a very leading question. Right. Yep. And so the training they go, they go through eliminates all of that. Mm -hmm. um, they basically just establish rapport with the victim. And then once the victim's comfortable talking to them, they just say, tell me what happened to you. Right. And they let the victim tell it in their own story right. or their yeah. own and, and you talking about that and you know the the call i took from the break is talking about those resource officers they build that rapport with those students and uh yes you know they're on the app uh so we've got a lot of a lot of students that'll download the app and they'll, they'll say something see something say something but you know if if a student ever comes forward to a counselor or to a resource officer or something it's very limited information that they get uh, if they disclose some type of uh, a sex crime or assault in that nature. It's very little information that they yes. want to get initially because they want that forensic interview or someone who is uh, trained to be able to do that to get that out of them and it be, you know, plus that keeps them, you know, having to go to court hopefully. 
you know, be further victimized. So well, it keeps you from yeah. having to go over the same material and be oh, traumatic yeah. over and over. Right. Also. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, the last thing we want is for a child to have to tell a stranger what happened to them three or four or five times. Right. Yeah. Um, so that's yeah, that's, that's the reason like for further that. victimization. Yeah, in this charge, you were talking about the uh, the assault is what the initial call to the home was, and uh, so that was a felony assault with a deadly weapon with intent to kill, inflicting serious injury. That's correct. Yeah. So this is uh, that that was pretty serious. Yes, it was. Okay. All right. Uh, and then obviously, anytime dealing with the sex crimes and that type of stuff, it gets very serious. Um, well, uh, wow. Some some of these cases right here. I mean, you guys you guys deal with a lot of these things, and you have to keep on going through these and and uh, realize that the victims sometimes um, you have to speak for them in these cases. So uh, we appreciate you're able to do that. I like to say also, I know some of the uh, links that. Uh, both Detective Parks and Sergeant Dixon went to and follow up on this when new information was developed. Mm-hmm. They really went above and beyond uh, what a lot of folks would do. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm really proud of the effort they put into that that's uh, brought about what we have here. Right, right. And i uh, got some comments here on Facebook Live. Um, we appreciate you watching. Uh, Carl Mitchell there is friends in blue, and I guess me too because I'm in gray. And, uh, yep, there's Olin, Wow. Uh, North Iredell High School, and then put him under the jail. So I can can say those comments are right there. So thank you. Thank you, comments on that. Um, well, we've got just a few more minutes before we go to our next break. Uh, anything about Special Victims Unit that you guys see that we need to okay, – when we come back, we'll talk about some community programs. But uh, where do you guys see the unit going in the future? Uh, crime continues everywhere you go. Right. Right. So um, – We'd like to continue to expand as, yes, as possible. Mm-hmm. Uh, the more people you have uh, versus your workload, of course, the more successful you can be. Right. Uh, like for fraud, uh, for example, there's a little bit of a triage process. There's only so much you can do sometimes mm-hmm. because of the, the volume that you're dealing with. Mm-hmm. Um, but they do a good job of, of managing things currently. But you'd always like to have more help and and obviously a lot of training goes involved uh some i guess you'd say cross training as well detective parks you you dealt with uh uh this you know the these serious cases of fraud and embezzlement and then you deal with these cases here too so i mean it's it's a whole unit you've got some more specialized individuals but like you said uh, sergeant dixon was able to help out with that too so who had experience right in in both ends of that also yeah so yeah. that's uh some some good experience to lean on yep yep that's well, there's some good experience over there. You've got 20 years now. So, uh, what do we say? You've got uh, 12 years, yes, sir. Justin. So uh, it's good good to have some good qualified people. The sheriff's done well picking you guys out. So uh, give us a few more minutes, and we'll be right back here on WSIC. All right, welcome back, folks, here in studio. Uh, Joe just informed me he didn't get a chance to say a whole lot before, so uh, the sheriff always gives him a chance to say. So, hey, let's say hello, Joe. How you doing today? All right. It's nice meeting you. Thank you for welcoming well, us. Well, yeah, welcome here today. I'm glad that somebody's here today instead of just doing a pre-recorded show. We, we didn't even know the sheriff was No, no, here. no. We need to figure out how to zoom him in. 
That, well, he could always call. He knows right. the phone number. He reads he, it out every week. He does. Exactly right. He loves the callers. So thank you, callers, as well, for, for calling in about stuff. Uh, during the break, we were just talking about some of the things that we do for the community. Uh, you had mentioned, um, you know, <laughs> I like the way I could say it. We're deputies first, right? So, uh, you know, these cars that you see out there, whether they're the unmarked and we're, we're wearing our shirts and ties today, uh, we still carry the badge and we still do the job. So uh, uh, the 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 fugitive that was captured in your neighborhood, Joe, these guys, the special victims unit, were out there first, one of the first on the scene and uh, stayed till the end, most of those they guys. The yeah. Oh. Oh. Yes, absolutely. So, so claiming some ownership right there, huh? Yeah. Well, <laughs> hey, people are out there doing good work. They need to be... Uh, uh, given an attaboy for Well, it. even your uh, your 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 fraudster here that uh, the five hundred ninety five thousand, I believe, I know that uh, one of the uniform uh, sex offender registry guys didn't didn't he hook him up too? Yeah, uh, I think he did. He, yeah, uh, um, sex offender registry. Like I said, they have their own duties, but mm-hmm. they also work really well in helping the re- the rest of our units right. underneath our building. Right. Um, because those guys out. deal a lot of uh, a lot of felony registration issues. Pretty much, if you're if you're a sex offender and you're not following the rules, that's a felony. Absolutely. And, and they do a lot of investigative work themselves. They do. And uh, you know, they've got that car with the cage in it. They can go get who they need to take and take them where they need to go. So, uh, mm-hmm. um, but uh, just just you were talking during the break about businesses. Uh, so if businesses have questions, if uh, if our any of our citizens have questions. We actually come out and do talks. I know you've talked to uh, sometimes. I've, yes, I've ar- arranged some of those, kind of send them over to your unit, and they get done. So tell us about some of the things you do in the community. Yes, so um, we do have a fr- uh, fraud presentation that mm-hmm. we present. Uh, a lot of the folks that we talk to are either church groups or mm-hmm. groups of older folks. Um, but anybody really that wants us to come out and give a presentation, we'll be, we'll be glad to do it. We just kind of run through a lot of the stuff that we see in our unit, a lot of the scams that we we run into um, the law enforcement scams, the like we were talking about earlier, the dog on Facebook Marketplace scam, right. anything and everything that we deal with. We just sort of sit down and tell people, "Hey, this is what we've seen. This is what you should be. This is what you should look out for." Mm-hmm. Um, if somebody's calling you claiming to be law enforcement, they're not going to ask you for money. Like that's just something that oh, yeah. we don't do. Yes. Um, anything like that, we'd be glad to go through and just talk with people. A about government it. entity also is not going to accept gift cards. That's Man, I, always one hundred percent true. See, I knew you was going to take that from me, being the professional you are. You know, <laughs> so there's uh, let's see, we've got green dot cards, we've got Apple Pay cards, we've got all these all these gift cards. These, there's you know. a blue million of them. <sighs> there's so many varieties. So if they're on blue the phone million. and they say go go get you these cards then call me back, and I need you to scratch off and read me the numbers. Well, oftentimes they won't, it ain't call me back. Yeah. It's stay on the phone with me. Oh, yeah. To where I can walk you through going to your local you know, grocery right. store, pharmacy, whatever, buying these things, mm-hmm. and then, okay, now what's the numbers now? Right. I'm getting it as soon as possible, and I'm separating you from any outside source that could say, hey, mom right. or dad or, right, right, right. hey, buddy. You're getting scammed. So some of these, uh, and, and I, I'm just spitballing uh, like a PayPal or a Western Union, some of these may have a way to get your money back. Maybe, I don't know, but these things, once they're bought, they're gone. They're right? gone. I mean, it's a... They're gone. There is a potential uh, to recoup that, but it's critical that it be done very, very quickly. Okay. Uh, what I've told our deputies is if you get called to somewhere, they've used a card like that. Stop. Don't even get the name. Don't talk about nothing. 
Right. You've been defrauded? Yes. Is that your card that you used? Yes. Mm-hmm. Is there an 800 number on the back of it? Yes. Call it now. Right. Yep. That's the fastest thing. That, that's about the only way mm-hmm. that you can recover that. Right. Now, and then if, you, if they can show proof of ownership, mm-hmm. then those companies will then issue a check back okay. to make them whole again financially. Okay. Yeah. It's good that the companies will step up and do that because, you know, they've got their fees and their other stuff, and I guess that's probably why they have that because there is so much fraud and, and situations going on there. A lot of businesses uh, have their shrinkage from the internal theft or whatever it may be, and uh, ultimately it comes back to the customers. So you guys are not only saving uh, our, our victims that are victimized, but the people out there as well, just the uh, average citizens. You're saving them some money as well. In a roundabout way, yeah. Yeah, that's exactly sure. right. Yeah. So you're working for all of us. Appreciate that. Um, yeah, you know, if it's too good to be true, uh, I believe that's the way you said it before, too. You know, if it's just, you know, if it, if it seems like it's too good to be true, don't fall for those things. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, that, that's really, Pub- publisher's really dangerous. Publisher's Clearinghouse, right? Publisher's Clearinghouse. We've seen those since we've been a kid. Mm-hmm. Uh, are they still some phone calls coming out about that? Occasionally we get that. Um, Okay. Yeah, surprisingly enough, Jim McMahon, or what was his name? Ed McMahon. Ed I'm McMahon. sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he doesn't show up with a giant check Mm-mm. and, you know, flowers and balloons. So, <laughs> um, not to say that, it, that they don't yeah, get out yeah, exactly. of course, yeah, but yeah. It, it probably ain't you. Right. You know? Exactly. Um, too good to be true. It probably ain't. Mm-hmm. You know, deal with the people that you know. Mm-hmm. Um, something big that a lot of people miss. Um, Listen to the vocabulary that people use. If they clearly ain't from around these parts, so to speak, (laughs) um, you know, you might need to investigate further. If you get a letter or an email, Mm -hmm. um, this sounds kind of kind of odd, but if you will read it out loud to yourself, because your brain makes sense of what you're reading as best as it can, right? It flows. Yep. If you start reading it out out to yourself. The you could tell whoever wrote that English mm-hmm. is not their first language. Right. If you see uh, kindly do this or that, right. it's ninety nine percent of the time going to be a fraud. Right. Uh, just that's just a couple of red flags. And again, we go into that in our presentations. Right. Um, that's free, right? Absolutely. You're not going to charge anybody nope. anything to come out and talk. Church group, civic group, hey, group neighborhood of group. Yeah, I was going to say group of friends, neighborhood group. You know, whatever it may around. be, and we can tailor it to whatever material you want. Mm-hmm. I mean. Uh, Justin could tell you, if need be, man, I could talk for two hours about fraud and scams. I oh, yeah, absolutely. It's, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's very, very broad, mm-hmm. and there's a lot of little small intricacies right. um, in the different parts of it. Uh, but we could talk for as long as you wanted, or we could come in and speak for 30 minutes and hit the high notes. Right, right. Whatever right. it may be, we'll be glad to do it. And I know some of these ladies out here feed you guys. I've, I've been, I know you've been invited to a few soup Super Bowls. <laughs> hey, I'll tell you what. Some of the best meals I've had in a long, long time were uh, at a couple churches. Right, right. Yep. Some some real good. Uh, yep. Them ladies don't play, right? No, I mean, nobody they... cooks like church ladies. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> That's right. Yep. And it's it feels good when you do that because uh, you're able to make that difference for them because, uh, you know, my mom is going through a situation right now and, and I'm having to make some phone calls for her and, and she's so thankful that she doesn't have to say, can I get somebody that speaks English? Or is there somebody in America? Or give me your supervisor. All the things that we've heard for so many years, um, you know, they know when they've got a victim on the line, and mm-hmm. they know when they've got someone that can uh, uh, can't say no or whatever it may be. And some of the stuff she's going through now, I'm able to, to help her out. I'm able to have a little extra knowledge and and know you guys. Uh, uh, I think I might even called you the other day on selling a lamp. Didn't I do that for you? I think I. 
I called you about selling a lamp on Facebook Marketplace. I mean, yeah, something like that. Yeah, I mean, you know, because you don't know buyers and sellers out there. It's hard to trust folks, but you, uh, you know, you want to be able to, uh, to you can trust us. Right? You got questions or whatever, you can call us. Send us a, send us a message on the app, or uh, just pick up the phone, call us, come down. Uh, now the caller with his mother, I don't know if he's going to bring her down here to see you. She might have to bring a pie with her, right? Well, that, that would be optimal <laughs> if that happened, but we, we wouldn't expect it. Yes, no. exactly right. So thank you for that as well. Uh, Joe, where are we at on time? We've uh, we've talked about a few things now. We've got a little more than two minutes left Two here. minutes left. So uh, with our final two minutes, uh, make sure you check out our Facebook. We've got some great pictures of the school resource officers up on there. The kids loving them back to school this week. Uh, you know, parents, I know we're in the car rider lines and, and at the bus stops and stuff, uh, sending their kids off and appreciating that, that, that the sheriff's got those resource officers out there and they love their job. I mean, that's uh, some of the fun times. I did that for years myself. And, you know, it's, uh, it's always a good day. First day of school for the officers as well to go in and those teachers. We thank you guys for coming back. So uh, and, and don't be surprised if you see some plainclothes guys out there, too. Right, making rounds. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've we've really tried to emphasize getting out there yeah. again. Oh yeah, every one of us are deputies first. Yep, and I know that's one of the things that sheriff has done since he took office. Uh, school checks. Mm-hmm. We do church checks and business checks, obviously, but school checks. I know the number is well over eighty thousand since uh, since he came in. Since we started counting those, and that number keeps growing and growing. And those are school checks done by you guys, by our deputies in the in the units. Excuse me, in the. Uh, the zones where the deputy works he knows his school he knows his resource officers uh he knows the, the plans of the school and how to how to you know deal with those situations yeah you guys i mean i know i heard you on the first day of school they were uh, they were playing closed detectives all across the county and uh morning and afternoon and so you're out there every day so we appreciate that uh, and that's just further letting the uh, students know that you know who we are and what we do and you always check in at the office and always talk to the folks up there so they know you as well we're a resource uh uh, that that officer at school is a resource to the staff and the students and parents as well, his own little community. So, uh, but, but keep us keep an eye on us on Facebook. I'm going to be releasing probably in the next week or two once uh, the sheriff gets the schedule settled for the Citizens Academy. We just had a successful teen academy two three weeks ago, and uh, one of the largest ones ever. So I hope we'll have another successful Citizens Academy, and uh, we'll we'll bring everyone in for that. We'll have a uh, several meetings. Our SVU unit will be there, our CID unit, our uh, ACE team, ICE team, everywhere. All the folks will be there for that. So guys, call us if you need us. Our number is 878-3180. Uh, and we thank you so much for tuning in to the good, the bad, and the guilty here on WSIC. See you next week. <laughs>